Andrews coming out to get a touch on it. And he gets a touch on it. Dermot Bourne has it. Dermot Bourne has it. Out come Carlo. We need a point. They bring it to extra time. To Richie Cordy. Intelligent ball. Intelligent ball for Richie. Down to Jack Tracy. Jack Tracy into the middle of the park. He's bottled up into a corner. Flicks it into the middle of the field. Richie Cordy carries it. Richie plays it back to Dermot Bourne in space. Dermot Bourne is a man outside him. He's going for a big one, Dermot. He sends it down. It's dropping. It's dropping. It's dropping. It's gone. Last weekend was a week at the Sabre for hurling followers all over the country. Sunday was the defining day for the Leinster and Munster Senior Hurling Championships. However, on Saturday, Carlo and Offaly served up a classic Joe McDonough Cup final in Croke Park, which went to extra time. Here with me today is the winning Carlo captain, Paul Doyle. Paul, good to see you. Congratulations again. Probably for the millionth time, I'd say people have slapped your back and... Congratulations, texture and rang you. I, have you come down yet from the, the high of last Saturday? Okay, that's good. Uh, firstly, thanks for having me on there. I uh, really appreciate that. Um, yeah, sure. Slowly starting to come back down a bit more now uh, today, I suppose. But um, we we had a great few days there um, celebrating, uh, as you can hear from my voice, I'd say. But uh, no, uh, really, really great time. Uh, really enjoyed it. Um, uh, just it was so nice just to be able to enjoy the few days um, as a group together and then be able to enjoy it with our friends and family too like you know to be able yeah to, this is afterwards uh, afterwards Sunday and Monday and, and, and so on yeah 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 oh yeah definitely yeah so like getting down to the, the town square there on um, uh, Saturday night like was brilliant um, the Saturday kind of we were kind of a bit scattered really on Saturday uh, we didn't get to see some people you know because just 
people with their different friends and whatever, like, you know, but we met up on Sunday and we were all together, which is nice as a group of players, you know, it was just nice to be able to talk about Saturday and go back over all the, the highlights and all the different bits and pieces, you know, that had after unfolding on Saturday itself and even time too. I listen, I'll come back to the highlights in a minute, but just were you surprised at the intensity of the homecoming on Saturday night? Like, I've been there for homecomings before and there were quiet enough affairs, but I felt this one was special. Would you agree? Definitely, Karen. Yeah, it was it was it was a brilliant night. Like, you know, just 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 thinking back to it there now, like, you know, you're sure how could you not have a smile on your face? Like it's just yeah. uh it was excellent. Like getting up onto the lorry and looking out at the crowd, it was just sensational, you know. Um like we like as a group of players, we had never experienced anything like that really. Um uh, it was just it was so nice just to have so many supporters there, uh young and old and um just be able to to enjoy enjoy the the win with them too, you know, because obviously they they had made a great sacrifice to come up and support us too, like and just be able to enjoy it with them, um, and just be able to thank them even as well. It was just brilliant. Yeah, yeah, and the color like uh, Jim Budger referred to the Carlo colors being as, as being some of the nicest GA colors in the world. Um, he was right. He is right. The color was magnificent. Ah, it was amazing. Like you know, you're looking up into the stand. Before I went up to, like, obviously during the game, you're, you're not looking up into the stands at all. Like, you're just concentrating on what's on the pitch. But then at the end of the game, like, you actually took a bit, bit, bit of time to look up and see and just the colour and just the amount of people that were there as well. It was just amazing. And even when I lifted the cup, like, just to be able to, to do a bit of a 360 as I was lifted it, like, yes, just yes, to see I all saw that, yeah. You know, like, just to, just to say that moment as well and just to see all the people's faces, you know, people, grown men crying, like, and um, people I'd know, people I wouldn't know, like, and just people absolutely thrilled and just so proud to be uh, from Carlo there as well, you know, and just, it was just so nice to, to be able to do that. And uh, I was just so privileged to be able to lift the cup as or, um, on behalf of the team, you know, and I'm just thrilled that I got that chance. Listen, I probably feel, as Patrick won't tag me, but, I, I spotted him in the middle of the pitch on his own, completely and utterly. And I said, I'll have to talk to Fiocra because he's he's one of the young lads on the team, but he, he's a young lad, but he's he's a veteran in, in, in many ways as well. And I just asked him, what was he doing? Was he soaking up the atmosphere? And he admitted that he was, you know, and there was a lot of that kind of things where lads just soaking up Middle Croke Park. It For him, it was, a, I thought it was a brilliant moment. As part of yeah, no, that he, he just went just, away and did what he did, yeah. Yeah, because he just, I'd say, sure, he's probably just thinking he went over by himself, just away from the players for a bit, like just have a look up into the stand, really. And just like, like you're saying, soaking in, like, because it's yeah. it's a massive thing, like, you know, and especially like the likes of Fuqua there as well, like, you know, he's been a big part of it the last two years. I think he's had to play most of the games and he's actually contrib- contributing massively to the team. Um, out in the middle there, he's been brilliant. Um, but yeah, no, he's he, he was dead right to do that. You, you can see certain players are kind of going off by themselves, you know. Yeah, yeah. Um, just to enjoy it, you know. Yeah. Listen, character is it's an off misused word in sport. A lot of people talk about character in a team, but I felt on Saturday in Croke Park that Carlos showed character in buckets load in bucket loads. It was a game that you know you should have probably won in ordinary time but you conceded an early goal you came back and 
the character with am I would you agree character oh, definitely yeah. I think it was 40 seconds like they had the first goal scored and literally from the puck out then the ball was up the field and I think we had a, we had a back level then uh, we rattled off the next three scores like I think very quickly like you know and it didn't just showed like that like we were we were unwilling to break on Saturday you know we we were just we were doing our best to just keep going for the team, you know. And like we were just we just said in the dressing room before the game, but you know, like whatever happens over here, we're just going to keep going, keep going, keep going. It doesn't matter what happens, like we just we have to we have to make sure we play the performance here now that we're going to get a win or just uh just to make sure that we're wearing that wearing that jersey we're playing, representing that we're playing really, you know. Um yeah. I, I like that's that at the start of the game, but then obviously a full time, like a lot of people would have said we were dead and buried, and we came out an extra time and you know, we we responded really well to that because we we were rat we wouldn't been rattled, you know, going in at full time because obviously often you're after getting their few scores and getting the back level, and they're on the ascendancy. But I think we broke the momentum a little bit there um, at the start of this uh, extra time, and I thought we managed the game very well in extra time too. Yeah, um, yeah, I thought we did very well, you know. Um, yeah. But yeah, no, just there's no there's no question in the spirit and the, the character in this group, um, especially this year. I think it's just after coming on a bit more too. You know, yeah. the, the, as well, the leash, the leash game as well, and that was nearly gone. And uh, we just never gave up until that final whistle. You know, we, we ended up uh, just getting that goal at the end of the game. And like, you know, like if that didn't happen, like Saturday probably might not have happened. We mightn't have got enough points to get there. So, you know, it was just, it's, 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 it's been throughout the whole, uh, the championship, I think myself. It has been, it really has. And like, I was talking to, to Richard Cody, you know, when he, when you came down from the, uh, the the lorry on the back of the lorry, and a lot of players were still milling around talking and being congratulated, photographs, and I managed to get a hold of Richard Cody, and um, I was asking him had he prepared for being a point down with a minute to go, and he looked at me and said, "Have you inside information?" And I said, no, I haven't. But I'm just, with the preparation that you've done at this stage, do you prepare for all kinds of scenarios? Now, he admitted that, yeah, there was there was talk of that kind of stuff. Can you expand on that? Is there situations that you, that you all situations, did, did you go in for a situation, say that if you had had a man sent off, what would you do? I, well, like, as in, as a group, as a group, you know, like, as I was saying a bit earlier there, like, um, we don't we don't give up till the final whistle goes, you know. Like we and like if with that then there's going to be other events throwing the game. We want to try a little bit, but we like we we have past experience there of going behind near the end of the game, but just knowing ourselves that we have to just keep going, you know. Like in fairness, in terms of the management, they have everything prepared for us, you know. But we we definitely um. We definitely would have talked about like that, you know, whatever happens, we need to just keep going, keep going, keep going, because like there's no point in giving up. Like when a point you're down, you're down by a point, you have to keep going until the whistle goes. Yeah. And yeah. We did that in fairness. Yeah, and in fairness, like uh Jack Tracy had come onto the pitch there in extra time or whenever he came on and he had this ball and I was wondering what he was going to do with it. He was almost caught, he was almost composition, and yet the ball comes to Jim Burn. he Checks a bit, goes back. I looked at that a few times. It's a magnificent point, and it sails over. He does it all the time with uh, with Rangers, but to do it when he when he had to do it in Croke Park, a point down, 
great point. And then he, he, he attacked the puck out then. Yeah, oh sure. He stood up massively there at the end of the game. Like, you know, um he was he was excellent. Like he that point even to, even to create a little bit of space for himself when he yes, kind of right. gave the the um the dummy hand pass to Jack Tracy and he made a bit of space for himself to get the strike away. He was he was excellent and sure. Going back then to catch the I think the the puck I was given to their one of the full one of the lads in the full back lane and he launched it. And Dermot was running from the half back lane back and sure he was actually facing the wrong way. And last second he turned around and he catched it straight away, you know. And then he gets a bit of space for himself to drive it down to Chris and yeah. you know, like he actually he has so much experience now at this stage too, you know, nothing seems to phase him at all. Um, right. yeah. he, he, was, he was massive because he, he really stepped up at the end of the game in fairness though there was always that on the puck out on the offline puck out there was always going to be a minute's extra time I thought the backs did really well like you go into a situation there it is so easy to to just miss time your tackle and it happens and you were involved over in that um, right hand corner um, at Brian Tracy's goal it would be so easy to give away a free. Now I know the ball; they worked the ball back, back, and and who was it? The number twelve had a chance. The Adrian Cleary had a chance for the equaliser and went wide. But it would have been so easy to give away a simple free, and you didn't do it. And you must take huge credit for that. Yeah, no, I sure we 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 know ourselves like that. Yeah, uh, it's awfully it, like, like they some very good, good uh, free takers, and like if, if they were to give away a free inside. Inside their their sixty five, I suppose, or yeah, they're all sixty five. Like you know, they're going to probably pop it over the bar, like you know, and you, you just have to be really disciplined. And you know, and have to really attack the ball and make sure that you're not going to get a like be, be a lazy tackle and get um, a hand on the back or something like that. You know, that's right. I'll be that's careful with your game or whatever yeah. it's going yeah. to be. Like, but luckily, we 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 won that rook ball and um brought back up the field. You know. Yeah, come here and tell you, your, your full back line was, I would have questioned it, you know, the whole year I said, Jerry Mack, will he be caught out with it? Be, you know, and people <laughs> said to me, you know, I know, I'll kept, I'll be honest with you now, Paul. Look, I would have sort of said, Gee, you know, um, Why yeah, yeah, like you're, you're big men, but you're fast men. You're a lot faster than, you know, people give you credit for. But your record speaks for itself the whole year. I think you conceded two goals in the whole Joe McDonough. Like yeah, you, was there something you talked about after the game or something you talked before the game? Like the fullback line were immense all year, despite what what I'm saying to you there now. Absolutely immense. Yeah, no, obviously, um I sure we, we it was a good group, good good three lads there. Um like we 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 would have at times there, like in previous games, like maybe league games and stuff, we would have been under a bit of pressure and might have see a few goals and stuff and Playing some practice matches against some quality teams and might have been opened up a few times, you know. Like even like training wise, like with, like the, the caliber of forward we're coming up against there, and there's been some times where we're leaving the training field and you're kind of thinking to yourself, "My God, we're like we're we're a bit yeah. we're a bit off it here, like you know." Because yeah. the lads are marking, like you know, I'm not talking about the lads starting now. I'm talking about the likes of Jack Tracy and uh, Kieran Kavanagh, uh, Phil Gautou, like these lads are marking us in training and like. Cook what's down in you, like, you know, and you're kind of thinking, like, God, if this is like our subs, like, what are they playing as, like, you know? That's right. But, um, I think, I think training has definitely, definitely, uh, prepared us for the big games. Like, we, the, the level, uh, the level that the lads are getting to every night in training, like, and like, that just, that's going to improve us every time, you know? 
Um, like they've kind of pushed us to the Pinnacle Collar every time and every night in training. Um, and just really, they really just drive the standards on, you know. Yeah, listen, Tom Mullally, I took me to task during the year. I, I referred to maybe you can remember, maybe you can't. I referred to two of your players as Marky players, Chris Nolan and uh, and Marty, Marty Cavanagh. Yeah. And at that stage, two lads weren't on that hadn't come back. Marty hadn't come back. I don't know what reason it was. And Chris was playing with the Phil Skibben Cup team and Jack Cavanagh hadn't even come back at that stage. But um, at one stage during the year, Tom O'Lally says, come here, you've got these marquee players, but they're not, they're not marquee players to us, but they're not playing at the moment. They're not... They're not back. They're not back in the squad. And he was, he, he was, I, I'd have to interpret that as being intensely loyal to the players that he had in the squad and that he didn't want a distraction from the likes of me or the likes of anybody um, in relation to what he was trying to do with the squad. Do you remember that situation or do you remember kind of the times around that before the two lads came back? Like it must have been tough going. Without the lads, without the two yeah, guys. Yeah, well, well, uh, yeah, yeah, but yeah, or or again, I'm falling into the trap. There are two key men that you have, but you hadn't got them, but you were working. Yeah, on true, them. they're like they're, yeah, they're yeah. like, being honest, like they're big, they're big players first, like, but like yeah. there's no, there was no points in talking about Chris and Mouse when we didn't have them either. You know, like we we had who we had and like who we had were they were good, like you know, yeah, um, like the lads I mentioned already there, the, the three lads there, um, like they're all exceptional. Uh, hurlers too, like, and their time is going to come as well. Like, they're only young, and yeah, yeah, uh, and there's more in that squad to come as well. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, oh god, like, the, like some of the lads, like, they got game time during the league, and they might say it was tough during the league, but like, the amount of stuff, the amount of things that those lads are learning now, like, from playing those games in the league. And I know, like, in the league, people would say they were after shipping a few beatings and stuff, but I think the overall scheme of things was really important for the squad there to. To develop and to, for lads to get that game time to realize that this is the level that you need to get to and you need to improve yourself and because of that then lads really had to kind of push themselves to see that okay i really i want to i want to make this team and to get on the team you know um but yeah that's that's all i'd be saying with that really yeah in fairness, like, like what was kerry last year a watershed moment for you where you went down so badly i think you'd beaten me either the week before the previous game anyway and kerry Absolutely shocked you, and I was amazed at Malali afterwards. Your your manager, and he actually used the word embarrassing, and yeah. um, he was furious that day. But was that a marquee moment for the players? Did you come together and say we'll never let this happen again? Or, or well, what, what was, it was where where, where did you, where did you change to get the direction so that you could go on and win a John McDonough Cup and set up the the, the platform to win it? Well, like we would have, we would have identified that game, and that game would have been a massive uh, driving force for us, I suppose, to not let it happen again, really. Um, and Tom was right; it, it was embarrassing, like really, you know. Like I think that game was tight. I'm not sure what. I think they were up by two points, or we were up by two. No, they were up by two or three. I think it was at half time, and then they came out in the second half and blitzed us. But you could see that like we 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 had dropped, we dropped the heads. And did you? Yeah, and we were at it this year, and I think that something like that was never going to happen. And like the game that could have happened in was probably that leash game in Carlo because I think at different periods of the game, I think we could have went down by six points here, or seven, seven points seven, here, maybe even eight points down at one stage. And I yeah. remember Brendan Hennessy saying at KCR, he says it's going to be a mountain to climb now, or words to that effect. I couldn't see you getting back into the game, but 
amazed yeah. me. You know, you, you got a momentum going again, and then Martin yeah, plants that free into the into the square and win the penalty. And it was and Marty, bear in mind, had missed the penalty for the club in Croke Park, and here he was laying up against Ender Rowland, who is one of the best goalkeepers in the country, and Ender Ro- didn't move. Yeah, yeah, didn't move at all. Yeah, it was like a bunch of Yeah, yeah, yeah. very jump, and, and he did very embarrassing. But Marty, like, I don't think Marty thinks about those kind of things either. Like Marty, Marty would park that, like you know, and he just move on with it, like as well. He's he's ridiculous, like with his practice as well. Like he's very good to get out and practice his uh, his penalties, you know. And he knows he knows that like he has to, he had to move on from that game. Simple yeah. as really, yeah. you know. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think. I'm just changing the subject then again. What did you think of the uh, uh, the red card on Saturday? Were you? Right, like, it was very hard for me to see it, really. You know, uh, yeah. from, from my position, like you know, I'm I'm busy at the other end of the field. Like, like obviously we're off the rocket to get the ball up the field, like, so we're trying to gather ourselves together, so organised to see who's marking who. So, yeah. honestly, I actually missed that instant, really. Uh, yeah. and, you see videos back of it there at the time, like, but like the referee, it's a tough call for the referee, like, because he's only seen, he's only seen that uh, once and he's not getting the chance to watch it back 10, 15, 20 times. And it's easy for people to judge and then off that, you know, like, he's only human at the end of the day, really. Like, but that's that's that, like, from, from my, I, I couldn't actually see it on the day itself, Kieran. Sorry, yeah, yeah. Funny enough, with the game during the game, I thought the referee was having a bad game. Now, he got a few things wrong. He certainly, Jack McCullough, tripped up a, a player going through and uh, there was no free. And I thought Jimmy Byrne was fouled and he didn't get a free either. And there was a lot of discussion at half time up in the press box about the performance of the referee. And obviously, the, the focus was on the, the red card and the penalty being given. But looking back at the replay of the game since, and I've watched that I've watched the full game and I've watched a few extracts from it. I don't think the referee was as bad as uh, people were saying he was. And look, bad is the wrong word, but that's the word we use. What was your feeling? From talking to um, Thomas at the start of the game, obviously the two captains go for the toss and yeah. we have a quick chat with him, like, you know, what he's looking for. And he was kind of saying to us that, you know, he's looking for a quick. Uh, quick game of Ireland today, like you know, like and he's yeah. wanting, he's wanting to let the ball throw, like and he doesn't want to blow up freeze every every now and again. And I think to be honest, he was he held true to his word. He, he was trying to let the game go as much as he could because, like you know yourself, there's nothing worse than going to a game where it's just free after free after free, and the whole thing is dead, and there's there's no excitement at all, like because like he let the he let the puck out go very quickly as well, which just added to the whole thing because there was times there. We watched the game back and um like you had one score go over the bar and they might show a highlight of that score and then like you literally cut back to the live feed then and the ball is over the over the bar to far end of the field. Do you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, because I remember Offaly got a point at one stage and uh, and the next minute I, everybody sort of up in the press box they're writing loud or typing or whatever to join. The next minute the ball is flashing over the bar at the other. I think it was James Dyle got one of those points. Yeah, yeah, I think that you had the big screen to look up and see who the focus is on that uh, we were able yeah. to see. So, like, like, question do, do you realize that RTE and um, and the scoreboard were wrong? Yeah, the, the second half there on stage, it was wrong, wasn't it? Yeah, there no, was, it was wrong. It, it, it was wrong in or something. Yeah, that there was a point not given for either side. 
Well, for either side, right? Okay, I thought it was only for ourselves. Wait, fair enough. Okay. Oh, yeah. 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 So it was yeah, the final. The final score was actually one thirty two. What am I looking at? Two 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 thirty to one thirty two. And yeah, if you look at a lot of reports and immediately, if you look at the the game. The RT game, the RT the are, are are down a point on both. They have they have two twenty nine to one thirty one, but the right, actually, yeah. And I got a text from a lad up, Kevin Egan up in um, in Offaly the following morning, and um, he confirmed that for me as well that they. So um, I don't the scores know, were off, it? the scores were off, but they were they were it was the same for both sides. It was still we're, still, we're still level low then. We're still level low, so that was the main oh, thing. Oh yeah, yeah. It was right in um. I send. Do you know what I do? I'd send you the text I got from him. Let you have a look mm-hmm. at him. Just, just see what. Um, have a great, Karen. Thanks very yeah, much. Yeah, yeah. Um, you've got Dublin in two and a half. Have they a venue for that yet? I say, uh, say that again. Have you a venue for it? Oh no, sorry. Uh, the venue is going to be carried on here, definitely. Definitely, uh, yeah. The weekend of the, I think it's going to be the seventeenth of eighteenth of June. I think it is. Oh, June, yeah. I don't, yeah. Up to my knowledge now, anyway, I don't think the date or the date or time has been set yet. But yeah. we'll be carried on anyway. I know that much for a fact. Um, and we're going. It's going to be a, a difficult task ahead of us now, you know, because we have to regroup now and kind of get down off the high and try to get back up on the horse and go again, like because we know it's going to be a. A massive challenge coming down uh, to us now when we uh, we meet Dublin because like, they've been playing at our higher level than us the last few years. Like the last time we would have played Dublin, I think it could have been maybe 2020, no, 2020 in the league or 2019. In the yeah, yeah. Years go by so quickly, I can't remember. Yeah, and like it's, it's been a while since we were, we played them, you know, so um, like, they've been playing at our higher level than us now. Like I know some of us would have came across them when we played Kim McCord with the club, all right, like, but. Like that day as well, like they're they're serious, serious outfits, you know. Um, but yeah, no, massive challenge, uh, for the team. Um, but we 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 give it our best anyway. Yeah, yeah. Will it be hard to get the lads back training? Or no, no, we look forward to it. Yeah, yeah. Lads, lads are just delighted to be around each other now, you know. And like it's just, it's just going to create a massive, a great buzz for the group, really. You know, the last few like the last few days have been excellent. Like, but yeah. I think lads are going to be looking forward to going back training again and giving this a good shot. And just doing our best with it, like um, I yeah, I think so. Like I think we'll obviously it's gonna to be tough going, but we will we'll 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 love to. At least it's great to have the the two weeks of training ahead of us now. You know, like not like the old format where you kind of you you won you won the final in twenty eighteen, and then that was on the Sunday, and then the following Saturday, then you had to play against Limerick like six days later, like you know, yeah, so it's yeah. very hard to come down back up straight away. Like you have a chance to um, drop. Listen, I have to ask about Tom O'Lally. Like he's done it with Rangers, he's done it with um with Nace, he's done it now with the Carlos Senior Hurlers. Um, I know players win games, but managers can can muck up teams if they're not good managers. He's he's an amazing manager, isn't he? He's brilliant. He's brilliant. The first and top. He's he's excellent, and the the team he has with him and Christie is a big part of it too. You know, the two of them kind of uh, come together like and the, the the hours they put in are second to none. Really, like you know, they they. They don't leave anything unturned, really. Like the attention to detail is serious. Um, like stuff you wouldn't think of, they're thinking of it. Like you know, and like we didn't have to. Like the other day, going up on the bus, everything was thought of really first. Like we didn't have to do anything ourselves, really. You know, and there's no worrying about like whether we want to get there on time, right? Like that, they have all that looked after for us. Um, but as Tom is a manager himself, 
he's he's just a winner, really, you know. Uh, and like he wants, he's, he's just a true competitor too. Like um, James, he, James he, he, Hickey was telling me. Sorry, sorry, James Hickey was telling me years ago that when he came to Rangers, he he did he got background information on every one of the players. He had their faults, their weaknesses, and that kind of. Is that the same thing he did with Carlo, or, or, uh, oh, as in like the opposition team? Was it? No, no, yeah. his own team. He was able to tell you where you were strong and where he'd like you to improve. Oh, definitely. Did like, he do he, that he with, no with with Carlo? Yeah. Oh, no, like he'd have no problem telling you like where you need to sharpen up or what you're doing well. Like he's he's ridiculous that way. Like you know, he's a, he's a straight talker as well. Like there's no. He'll, he'll, he'll tell you how it is and like that's exactly what you need in a manager too like you know there's no philosophy at all like he's he'll tell you how he sees it like you know and like right. like if it's the, for the betterment of the team there's no issues with that like no no player will ever have an, an issue with that at all you know like when fairness to him like he he kind of leaves it to the players too at times um, he said that to me he said that to me as well I was kind of saying maybe Tom you're understating him. but um, no he does talk about the players uh driving this project yeah no he like he'll be adamant about that too like you know that like the players kind of figure it out themselves like what the opposition are doing as well like we do you do you could do analysis or whatever like and he'd be telling you'd be asking his questions like he wouldn't say a thing and he'd ask his questions then what do you think is happening here and we'd have to try and figure it out ourselves you know yeah. which is a great way to be because as a player then you're kind of developing your own knowledge of the game too because you're kind of trying to have to figure out yourself rather than told everything and drip fed everything you know he's really trying to look for players to be tinkers on the field too yeah. and trying to take charge Listen I know you're heading out to uh, Bourne Rangers tonight is it? That's it Kieran yeah it's great is, now. It, is, it, is, it, is it part of the celebrations part or are, are you doing something else? Oh, it's, it's, uh, we're, we're bringing the cup up uh, I was yeah. talking to Jared uh, Bulger there and he's looking for me to to bring the cup up there. So I think myself and Lorca Dyle are going to go up there now. So I'm sure it's a, it's a massive achievement for their club too, you know, to have Lorca into the squad. And it's great to see them developing so much as a squad to, or as a as a as a club. It's brilliant to see it. So um it's needed. It's needed to carry Harlem. We need more clubs, you know, we need more clubs up senior a senior level. Okay. Listen, I'm gonna let you go now. You're been busy all week. Yeah, I promised I'd let you out, out as quickly as I could. It's a privilege to talk to you, lads. I can tell you, I've talked to Marty, James Doyle, and all these lads, and Fiacra, and the younger members on the panel. And um, it's been a great weekend. And as I say, a privilege to talk to you and a privilege to follow you. And I'm looking forward to, now, to seeing the Dublin game in a couple of weeks' time. We appreciate that. Thanks very much, Karen. Right, take care. Right.